You're listening to a message from Victory Carmona. We hope to inspire and encourage you today.
Today is Communion Sunday, <clears throat> and preparation is very important. Let me read to you first, as you prepare the bread and the drink, or the juice, uh, let me read to you 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 27 to 29. Verse 27 says, Whoever therefore eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner, will be guilty concerning the body of the Lord. Let a person examine himself then, and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who drinks, eats and drinks without discerning the body, eats and drinks judgment on himself. Today, before we partake the Lord's table, it's very important that we prepare. We prepare in terms of our hearts before God in searching and asking God for forgiveness of our sins. Manalangin po tayo. Our Heavenly Father, You know all things. And including yung aming pong mga kasalanan at hindi kaaya-ayang ginagawa. Panginoon, today we come before you with open hearts and open mind that you would cleanse us, Lord. Prepare us, Lord, as we partake not just only the physical bread and the wine or the juice. We pray, Lord, that you would prepare us so that we would be worthy because of your blood that was shed on the cross for us. Thank you, Lord, for today. And we would like to come to you before you in faith and accept the forgiveness you offer. We thank you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Right now, let me read to you the few verses ahead of it it's chapter 11 of first corinthians 23 to 26. paul wrote for i received from the lord what i also delivered to you that the lord jesus on the night he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said this is my body which is for you do this in remembrance of me in the same way, also he took the cup after saying, This is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And verse 26 says, For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. 
right now. Can you please reach for your bread? And let's thank the Lord for what He did at the cross 2,000 years ago for your sins and my sins. Our Heavenly Father, again, we thank you for your goodness, your extreme kindness, Lord, towards your us, Lord, your creation. Thank you for your love. Thank you for giving your Son, Jesus, to die at the cross for our sins. And today we are grateful. As we partake the bread, we would like to remember, Lord, the body of our Lord na nabayubay po sa Cruz. Salamat po. Let's partake of the bread. If you have your juice or wine or maybe tea, let's also thank the Lord for the symbolism of the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for your blood that was shed at the cross. We are so grateful, Lord, for the cleansing blood. Thank you, Lord, that kahit gaano kalalim, gaano karami, gaano dumi, your blood cleanses all. Thank you, Lord, as we remember your shed blood at the cross, as we partake of the juice or the wine, allow us to remember what you did. Thank you, Lord. Let's partake po yung juice or yung wine. Lord, as we partake this elements, we would like to continue on to declare, proclaim, share the good news. And as we share it, allow us, Lord, that this elements, this communion is but a remembrance of us to share your word until you come. Thank you very much, Lord. Amen.
He's the reason why we praise, why we glory. to welcome everyone to our online worship and today we would like to say again thank you lord for today is the day that the lord has made and we are here to rejoice and be glad for his blessing today and by the way i am carlo and i'm one of the volunteers and we would like to welcome you to victory we only do two things here we honor god and we make disciples and as we go on, allow, allow me to share to you our announcements for today. On February 3, that's a Thursday at 7 p.m., we will be having our prayer and worship night. Lord willing, it would be more, uh, we can accommodate more people. So this will be an on-site gathering. So we would like to welcome everyone and invite everyone to come to our on-site. That will be february 3 please mark your calendars that's a thursday evening 7 p.m on starting uh february 6 and 13 we would like to welcome and call for volunteers sa lahat po ng mga meron kayong gift si lord sayo, whether that be uh smiling giving or talking to people, maybe you're a very good singer or a musician, this is a very good time. That's February 6 and 13. We would like to invite you to come and register at our desk or maybe send us a message via Facebook. So volunteers, we're calling on you. Next. Meron po tayong parating na Victory Weekend. Victory Weekend will be February. Pambihira. Pinigilan tayo ng pandemya ng napakaraming panahon. Pero ngayon, sunod-sunod. That's February 12. Mark your calendar. February 12, 2022, 8 to 5 p.m. Meron po minimal registration fee. That's 200 pesos. Pero this will be done on-site. Dito po tayo sa center. So again, that's February 12 at 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. The Sunday after that, or uh, the day, uh, February 13, that's 2 to 5 p.m., we have our church community class. 
church community class will be held here on site on our training room and there will be a registration fee of 100 pesos very minimal amount again that's 2 to 5 p.m. right now as we go on for our tithes and offering allow me to read to you John chapter 8 verse 12 again Jesus spoke to them saying I am the light of the world whoever follows me will not walk in darkness but will have the light of life as we give right now to our God there is a link below or maybe on uh, on site you would like to drop off your offering through our tight basket uh, please do so but allow us to prepare and thank God as we give right now our Heavenly Father we would like to give first our hearts to you so that our pockets would follow right now as we give allow us to give not reluctantly but cheerfully thank you we honor you we pray this in Jesus name Amen. so right now let's listen as the Word of God will be preached to us. Signing up for a volunteer ministry is easy once you've figured out how you would like to serve God and His church. We have eight ministries for you to choose from. If you'd like to encode data and assist with registration and providing information, you are welcome to join the Administrative Support Ministry. This ministry handles the registration of event participants, provides information, and assists in data gathering and information management. For those who enjoy photography, video production, graphic design, and writing media content, the Communications Ministry is looking for you. We need photographers, video editors, scriptwriters, voice talents, graphic artists, copywriters, and art directors to provide creative support for our events and services. And if your heart is to help train the next generation, come and be part of the kids' ministry. We work in partnership with parents to equip and develop kids to be the next generation leaders by teaching them to love God and know Him even at a young age. We are looking for people who can teach, make crafts, host games, and tell stories. Calling all talented musicians and singers, you can join the music ministry and help usher people into a dynamic worship experience. Prayer ministry to support the church by consistently praying in teams. If you love to pray and are growing in your walk with God, you are welcome to join. Notice how everything you see around you and on stage is exciting and keeps changing? Thanks to the production ministry, we have carefully crafted set designs and props that visually enrich our worship services. This ministry is looking for people who know set design, carpentry, painting, and event styling. If you want to work behind the scenes, you may join the Technical and Stage Management Ministry. They provide the necessary audiovisual support and ensure the smooth program flow for our services and events. We need event coordinators, audiovisual presentation operators, technical directors, cameramen, and stage managers. 
or you can bring your best smile and help welcome our visitors and church members by joining the ushering and security ministry. We are looking for people who are service-oriented and hospitable to help maintain order and security, to help people find their seats, and to distribute materials needed for worship services. We hope you now know which ministry you want to serve in. Be sure to sign up for it. Thank you for choosing to serve with us as we honor God and make disciples. Good day, Victory Carmona and Manggahan. Welcome to our January 30 uh, worship service. No? January 30 na, napakabilis ng January. 11 months na lang po, Pasko na naman ulit, di ba? Parang, this, uh, kung nag-stop tayo, parang na-stop tayo during uh, 2020-2021, parang naging pass-forward naman ngayon, 2022. No? So, yun nga, as we continue, we are in our series Abide, week 4 of our series Abide. So ano-ano yung mga pinag-usapan natin during this series? O mamaya, uh, bibigyan natin ng recap yung mga uh, mga topic natin from week 1 to week 3. Pero ano nga ba yung series objective ng topic na to? Sabi dito, every nation has always placed a high premium on the power, truthfulness, and benefit of Scripture. God reveals Himself to us through His Word by which He transforms and empowers us. In 2022, ngayon po yan, we're calling everyone to renewed commitment to read, understand, believe, and obey God's Word. So, kaya ngayon yung uh, series title natin, Abide, that we need to abide into God's Word. I, will, I hope and I pray na hindi lang this 2022 yung commitment natin to read, understand, believe, and abide on God's Word, but for the rest of our Christian life. So, uh, I always say this in, a, in, in, my, in my preaching, and every, and every time I share the Word of God, Now, for Christian lives, there's only three things we need to understand and we need to do. Ano-ano ba yung mga bagay na yun? First is the Word of God. We need, to, uh, we need the Word to feed us. Na dito tayo kukuha ng mga uh, pagkaing spiritual natin. And we also need to pray. This is our communication to God. And then, we need a community for us to be encouraged, for us to help, uh, especially during our darkest time. So, yun lang po. Mawala yung isa doon. Napakahirap na. How much kung tatlo pa yung wala. So, ngayon, we will focus on the Word of God. That why we need to abide into His Word. So, nung week one, we talk about the Word become flesh. Uh, Jesus is the Word of God who created all things and imparts life and light to everyone who receive Him. In John 1.1, di ba sabi doon, in the beginning was the Word. Same introduction ng Genesis 1. Uh, in the beginning, God created the Word. Now, may kita natin doon na, sino ba itong, uh, tina, tinalakay natin, sino ba tong Word na to? And the Word was be become flesh and dwelt among us. This Word is Jesus who gives life and light to everyone who will receive Him. And in week two, we talk about the Word gives life. 
So Jesus has life in himself, and everyone who hears his word and believes the Father, be, uh, hears his word and believes the Father, receive eternal life and will not face damnation. And in week three, we talk about the word feeds our spirit. So nakakaano nga yung preaching ni Kuya Bob, eh, no? sabi niya, what feeds your spirit? Ano yung nagpipid sa'yo? Pag-gising mo ba, ano yung una mong binubuksan? Ano yung mga bagay na umuubos ng oras mo? Church, kung ano yung madalas na pinaglalaanan natin ng oras, yun yung mga bagay na nagpipid sa atin. And it also impact our life, our perspective. So that's why we need to feed into the Word of God. Jesus is the true bread from heaven. Whoever feeds in, on Him by feeding on His Word will live. His Word, our spirit and life, and are the words of eternal life. So ano ba yung kailangan natin in our spiritual life? Kung paano tayo kumakain araw-araw to sustain our physical body, I hope and I pray, ganun din natin pinapakain yung spiritual life natin. That we will feed our spiritual life by feeding on the Word of God. And today, we will talk about the Word set us free. So if you are in, uh, if you have your Bibles with you, or kung nasa cellphone man yan, you can swipe with me. We will read from the text of uh, John 8 verse 31 to 36. So sabayan nyo na lang po ako. In verse 31, it says here, So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are offspring of Abraham and, ne and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will, be free? you will become free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, Everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Shall we pray? Lord, once again, God, thank you for this time, for the moments, O oh Lord, that you have given unto us to study and to reflect unto your word. Lord, we pray that today, Open our spiritual eyes to see your glory, to see more of you, O God, and open our spiritual ears, O Lord, to hear your words. Na hindi lang po ito manatili into our hearing, O God, but it will penetrate our hearts at makita sa pamumuhay namin. Lord, I humbly bow down before your cross, God. Cover me with your precious blood, O Lord. Use me as your effective instrument, as your trumpet, O God to proclaim your words, to proclaim your message to your people. Once again, God, we, we want to glorify you. We want to honor you. Holy Spirit, we invite you today to be our teacher. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So yung binasa natin sounds familiar, di ba? Especially the last, the last part, that if the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. Those, those mga tapos na ng one-to-one, I believe na topic natin to. At kung tapos na kayo, we will have our victory weekend kanina sa announcement, di ba? We, we, we are so excited to 
to share who Jesus is. And even uh, we, are, we are so excited to hear your testimony on how God transformed you, kung paano kayo kinatagpo ng Panginoon sa, sa mga sitwasyon na sa tingin nyo dead end na. So we will have our Victory Weekend and after that, our uh, church community. So this sa binasa natin, we will talk about the authority of the word that set us free. Pero before that, sino-sino ba yung mga kausap ni Jesus during this time? Sino-sino yung mga taong nasa harapan niya? In verse 13 of chapter 8, may kita natin doon that there, uh, may mga parisis na kausap si Christ. And in verse 20, sabi doon, He spoke in the treasury as He taught in the temple. So it means, ang mga kausap niya dito is more on a religious Jews o yung mga uh, the parisis and some Jews in the temples na alam or kabisado nila ko ano yung mga ano yung, ano yung Torah, kung ano yung mga commandments, even from the Old Testament. So bakit ko sinabi to? Kasi may kita natin dito kung ano yung mga present ni Jesus na truth, kung sino siya, and that He is from the Father. So we'll talk about the authority of the Word that set us free. So balikan muna natin yung chapter 23 to 24. Sabi ni Jesus dito, He said to them, You are from below, I am from above. You are of this word, I am I I'm not of this word. So dito pa lang pinakisinabi na ni Jesus yung contrast between him and to his listener. Actually, this is also applicable to us. Kung sino si Jesus at kung sino tayo. We are from below, we are from below, and he is from above. You are of this word, we are of this word, and he is not of this word. And he continues, I told you that you would die in your sin. This is, the, uh, this is our, our default, that we are all sinners. And we will die in our sins. Pero thank God, kasi hindi, niya, hindi siya natapos dito, that you would die in your sins. Sabi niya, for unless. Ito yung mga words sa Bible na, ano yun, no? na parang hindi natin napapansin. But if we will, uh, if we will, may kita natin yung emphasize ng mga words na itong, May kita natin yung bigat na kung ano yung sitwasyon na meron tayo. You would die in your sin for unless, unless you believe. Dying in sin and dying in Christ are two widely different things. Sin and Christ are in both, uh, both end, different end of the spectrum. So it is, it is up to us. Are we going to die in our sin or are we going to die in faith, die in Christ? The, the choice is in us. By default, sabi ko kanina, we are all sinners. And without Christ in our lives, we will die in our sins. For unless you believe that I am He, I am He. Jesus rep, uh, represent as an object of faith. That if you believe who He is, I am He. Actually, in, in, in an uh, original Greek of this text, wala po yung word na He. Pero nilagay yan in our English text because He was the one who claimed to be. Just to emphasize that He is the one who claimed to be. And ano yung kiniklaim niya? 
that He is, I am. I am. Sabi ko nga kanina, yung mga nakikinig sa Kanya dito is the Pharisees and uh, a religious Jews in the temple. Alam nila kung ano yung law. And when, when He said that He is, I am, they remember that I am is the divine name revealed in Exodus 3.14. When when God, when uh, nagpakita si God kay Moses, and when Moses asked God, sabi niya, uh, sino yung sasabihin kong nag-send sa akin sa mga, sa mga Israelites in the Egypt? And God said, tell them, I am sending you. So this is the divine name of God, the entire revelation of Himself. That's why Jesus, Jesus said, you would die in your sin for unless you believe that I am. Unless we believe who He is, unless we believe, uh, unless we believe His word, unless we believe the divine nature of our God, unless we believe in Jesus, the entire revelation of Himself. So they said to Him, "Who are you?" Jesus said to them, "Just what I have been telling you from the beginning." And then they nila si Christ, "Sino ka?" said to them, just what I've been telling you from the beginning. In chapter 6 pa lang, sinabi na ni Jesus that I am the bread of life. Itong mga taong to, I believe from the start of the ministry of Christ, inoobserbahan na nila to because of the teaching of Jesus. See, uh, they are following Jesus not because they believe in Him. Alam naman natin in verse 6, di ba? Sinabi doon na when Jesus said that He is the bread of life and after that sin, Ano yung nangyari? Marami sa mga disciples niya or those who follow Him is uh, tumalikod or umalis because of the truth that He has presented. And I believe some of these Pharisees and the Jews that is following Him, naghahanap lang sila ng bagay na pwede nilang, i, uh, pwede nilang ibato kay Christ. Kaya sabi ni Christ, just what I have been telling you from the beginning. In chapter 6, He said that I am the bread of life and that is Start ng chapter 8, sabi niya, I am the light of the word. And as we continue in chapter 8, he continues in succeeding, chap- in succeeding verse about him and about the Father. From the beginning of the scene, he made a series of statements about himself that people cannot fathom. So ano ba yung mga sinabi ni Jesus about himself and about his Father? In John 8, 26, 28, and 29, sabi doon, I have much to say about you and much to judge you. But he who sent me is true and I declare to the world what I have heard from him. Marami akong pwedeng sabihin sa inyo and even to judge you because of your sin. Pero sinasabi ko lang, sinasabi niya lang kung ano yung narinig niya from the Father na nag-send sa kanya. And in verse 28, I do nothing on my own authority, but speak just as the Father taught me. In verse 29, He who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do the things that pleases Him. In this statement, in, this, in these verses, Jesus just want to present to them the authority and the divinity of His doctrine was not a human doctrine or was not His own as a man doctrine, but 
was divine doctrine from the Father. Now, there is a, uh, there's a tradition in, in Jewish culture na for you to prove na totoo yung sinasabi mo, you need, uh, you need a witness na, 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 na magpo-prove na pareho kayo na sinasabi. And in the previous chapter, may kita natin ito, sinabi ni Christ na the Father, the, yung word niya, nanggagaling sa Father, and yung Father mismo, yung nagwi-witness na yung word niya is true. He's just telling them that the authority and divinity of His doctrine is divine and true because the Father, because His word came to the Father and the Father testified His word. So, but, during this time, in this statement, Christ is not lessening Himself or making Himself inferior to the Father. Bakit niya sinabi ito? But to show the excellency of the truth of His Word. So, kaya natin, may kita natin yung, uh, yung truth of the Word that set us free. Na hindi ito basta-basta. This is uh, the Father, this is the Word from the Father na, na diniliver sa atin ni Jesus. That this word is divine, that this word is the truth. It's not showing that he is less or inferior, inferior to the Father, but he wants to show us, to prove to us, that his word is excellent and truth. Also, he's, he wants to show them, he wants to show us that he is with the Father and the Father is with him. And he always do the things that are pleasing to the Father. Wow! Hindi pa sila naniwala. And he continued. Sabi niya, When you lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am He. Another, I am He. And when you lifted up the Son of Man, Sabi nga, yung statement ni Christ, yung mga... Uh, inilatag yung argument from the beginning of their conversation, medyo hindi pa complete. But, kaya sinabi to, when you lifted up the Son of Man, He's pertaining to His death. Kaya nga nung namatay si Christ, di ba, na-realize nila, this is the true Son of God. Doon pa lang nila na-realize na totoo yung mga sinasabi nitong taong to. Totoo yung mga words na na ishinere niya to these people. But, let's focus on this. I mean, when you have lifted up the Son of Man, actually, this ring a bell to, to his listener. Na, na, this is an important word to them. And Jesus claiming as the Son of Man, medyo na, uh, napukaw. Yung, yung history nila. We believe that uh, Israel is a, a nation of prophets before. So this Son of Man gives a, a, a very important title. Alam nila kung sino to. Alam, uh, alam nila kung ano yung ibig sabihin ng title na to. But most of us today, I believe medyo napapagbaliktad natin yung son of man and son of god. How many of uh, how many of us believe that we are sons and daughters of God? Right? If we accept Jesus our personal god and savior, 
we are adopted in the family of God and we are called sons and daughters of God. So the Son of God is a given to those who manifest obedience to the Father. So if you are, you, you are obeying the Father, obeying His Word, we are considered or we are called the sons and daughters of God. So but in Jesus, syempre may ibang, ano, si, ibang uh, although yes, He is obedience to the Father, He is the Son of God, pero meron din namang ibang implication, the, the Son of God to Him. That His Sonship is defined predominantly. That He is the, the eternal Son of God, the eternal Sonship of Jesus. So, Sonship is defined predominantly, not in biological term, but in terms of being one accord or submissive towards the Father. So, that is the meaning of Son of God. So, Son of God also contains clear indication of Jesus' eternal sonship and His deity. But, medyo, uh, uh, alam ko, naintindihan nyo naman kung what is the meaning of Son of God, but we will focus on Son of Man. Habi ko nga kanina, this is prophesied by Daniel. In Daniel 7, verse 13 to 14, it says, it says there, I saw in the night visions, and behold, with clouds of heaven, there came one like the Son of Man. And he became, and he came to the ancient days and was presented before him. So Daniel had a vision into interior of the heavenly court of God, where he saw an ancient day enthroned and the judgment was set. Sabi dito, uh, he came to the ancient days and was presented before him. So the judgment was set before him. And who is that him? The Son of Man. So the Son of Man was given an authority to judge the word. Let's go to the next, uh, next verse. And to him was given dominion and glory and kingdom that all people, nations, and language should serve him. His domination is an uh, his dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away and his kingdom one that shall not be destroyed. Wow. To the Son of Man, uh, to him was given dominion and glory and kingdom. So we can conclude that the Son of Man is, is much more than a personal uh, a personified representative of Israel and certainly more than a mere angel for no created being would have the right to rule the entire world forever. So who is this Son of Man? The Son of Man is a heavenly person. Sabi the previous verse, diba? I saw the night vision and behold with clouds of heaven Clouds of heavens. <coughs> Excuse me. Clouds of heavens signifies a heavenly realm. So the Son of Man is a heavenly person. A heavenly person who descend to this world, whose principal role in his visitation to this earth is that of heavenly judge. So yun yung function niya, or yun yung purpose niya, why he descend to this world. 
to give a to be a to give a heavenly judgment and then he will return to the presence of God in his ascension kaya sabi ni Jesus di ba that no one ascend to the father except he who has first descended from him and dun sa verse na binasa natin kanina when you have lifted up the son of man then you will know that i am he wow Jesus is pertaining to Himself as the Son of Man. We tend, we tend to think that Jesus calling Him the Son of Man, akala natin it is an expression of His humility. When in fact, it was a claim of divine authority. That He is the one that, this, uh, that descend from heaven, that, uh, that He is the one who came to the Father and descend to heaven, papunta ng earth, and He will the one who will come back to the Father, who will ascend to heaven. And that is the Son of Man. It is not uh, the expression of humility. Yes, we saw the humility of Jesus, but it's not the expression of humility. Rather, it is a claim to a divine authority. Kaya nga sinabi niya doon, di ba? The Son of Man. This came from the Mount of Jesus. Nung nagpagaling siya during Sabbat, the, uh, the Pharisees questioned, questioned him, bakit ka nagpapagaling during Sabbat? And what, ano yung sinabi niya? The Son of Man is also, uh, the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. And when he, and we, uh, and we when he healed, uh, and when he forgives sins, ano yung sabi niya? The Son of Man can forgive sins. And the Son of Man have the authority to forgive sins. So, bago po ba? So, this is, this all, uh, when I'm studying this, this also breaks some, some belief in me. Na akala ko when he says, Son of Man, it talks about his uh, humility or being in a, in a human, in a human form or being in, uh, talking about his humanity. But the Son of Man is a claim of His divine authority. That the Son of Man humbled Himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. And as a result, God highly exalted Him and gave Him the name that is above every name, so that in the name of Jesus, every knee will bow down in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is, the Lord, is, is Lord to the glory of the Father. Only to Him, ibinigay yung, uh, yung dominion, authority, glory, and kingdom. Only to the name of Jesus. Wow. And after He presented this truth to them, ano nangyari? As he said these things, many came to believe in him. After Jesus proclaimed the truth about him, about who, who he is, about him and the Father, about the authority that he had, many believe in him. But the question is, sana nga dito na natapos eh. But the question is, gaano katotoo? yung paniniwala nila kay Christ here. Their belief was not through 
saving faith. Oh, napaka-judgmental ko naman. So, hindi po. I will present to you why. Bakit natin nasabi yun? Uh, the story of the New Testament, sinabi ko na kanina, there will be some, there are some people who seem to be disciples of Jesus who later proved not to be His follower. In John 6, verse 66, di ba? After uh, He presented the, the bread of life, many of Jesus' disciples turned back and no longer walked with Him. So there is then a kind of discipleship that is merely temporary and does not persevere to the end. Let me repeat that. There is a kind of discipleship that is merely temporary and does not persevere to the end. So Jesus has seen the Jews, the Jews believe in Him and now He is going to prove further to see if their belief is a saving faith or just temporary. So, uh, dito, uh, alam ni Jesus yung heart ng mga tao. And alam niya rin, nakikita niya rin na yung mga taong naniwala sa kanya during this time, is parang surface lang yung paniniwala sa kanya. That's why he continued. And as we continued, we will talk about the mark of the true disciples. In John 8, 31, to 32 says, So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. Note that he does not say, will be his disciples. Hindi niya sinabi na, If you abide in my word, you will be my disciples. But if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. These people is following Jesus, but they do not earn the status of discipleship by following Him. Parang sinusundan lang nila si Jesus. Or naniwala sila do sa mga sinabi niya, uh, do sa mga sinabi niya temporarily. Why? Because alam ni Christ kung ano yung heart. Kung ano yung dapat na puso na tinataglay ng bawat disciples. Sabi niya, we need to abide in His Word. So following Him means we turn to Christ in saving faith, then we receive the rest of Him as our Lord and Savior. And the result, we will abide in His Word. Take note, we, uh, we turn to Christ in saving faith. Yes, we believe in His Word. Then we will receive Him as our Lord and Savior. Lord means that He calls the shot from one to one. And I explain na natin yan to Victory Weekend. At Christ being our Lord means He, he calls the shot. Uh, he is our new master. He is our uh, when He is our new master, kung ano yung sasabihin niya, we will, we will obey. Actually, disciple, disciple in the New Testament means learner. When we say learner, He will obey the word of His master. Not just hearing the word, but He will obey the word of His master. And for Him, na para makapag-act according to the word of His master, He need also to abide on the word of His master. That is, just, uh, that is what Jesus is trying to tell 
to these people that if you are truly my disciples, then you will abide into His Word. True disciples of Jesus follow Him not just at the beginning, but also to the end. Let me repeat that. True disciples of Jesus follow Him not just at the beginning, but also to the end. True discipleship are marked not by sinless perfectionist, perfectionism, but by abiding in His Word. R.C. Sproul says, it's not the profession that gets you into the kingdom, it's the possession. So we must possess what we profess. A profession of faith alone will not save us. Neither knowing the precise moment we came to, we came to faith, what saved us is the possession of faith. Pastor Elijah preached uh, before. Na sabi niya, uh, kung ano yung faith natin, tinatapatan ni God yan. Nung mga, tinatapatan niya yung faith natin. Then, madalas, hinihigitan pa ni God yung mga ginagawa niya dun sa faith natin. Why? For us to grow in faith to Him. So it means that even our faith came or nanggaling sa Panginoon. So we need to possess that faith. We need to embrace that faith of believing Jesus. We need to embrace the truth from His Word for us to grow into our saving knowledge of who He is. We need to live our salvation. Before, napakahirap din, ano eh, napakahirap din intindihin for me, yung mga bagay na to. Na maniwala ka lang, then you will be saved. After that, tapos na? No. Araw-araw tayo nagkakasala. Araw-araw kailangan natin ng uh, kailangan natin ng kapatawaran. That's why we need to work. Uh, we need to live our salvation. Doon lalabas yung good work. But good works, eh, babalik na naman tayo, good works it, it's not a prerequisite of salvation. We're doing good works because we are already saved. Because we possess that faith in believing Christ na lumaki tayong may mga bagay na itinuro sa atin, the tradition, the things in our family. But when we understand the saving knowledge of God, and if we possess it, it means that kung darating yung pagkakataon na we need to choose about our traditions, about the belief of our family, and the truth that was given to us, we are more than willing to to uh, ano, to disable these things. And we are more than willing to embrace the truth about God, about His love, about His grace, about His mercy, and even about His justice. And that is that is what we call the possession of faith. And our faith will grow if we will hear from the Word of God, if we will continue to abide into His Word. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in Him, If you abide in My Word, you are truly My disciples. You will know the truth. What is the truth? What is the truth? So Jesus said, my word is truth. And he also said in John um, 11 verse 14, that I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
So what is the truth? That Jesus is the truth and his word is the truth. So we must read the word. It is the truth and it will acquaint us and lead us to him who is the embodiment of the truth. If we were going to read the word, it will guide us, it will uh, acquaint us and lead us to the very source of the truth, to the truth itself, and that is Jesus. That's why we, we overemphasize this 2020, and not just this 2020, I hope that uh, hanggang sa makita natin yung Panginoon, we will continuously abide into His Word. And that truth will set us free. Church, we have a sinful, sinful and corrupt nature that keep us into a moral bondage. This is why we need to be freed. And only the Son can free us. Actually, hindi nga na-acknowledge na mga Pharisees and Jews listening to Christ kung ano yung sinasabi niyang the truth will set you free. Kaya nga sinabi nila dun sa verse Verse 39 uh, of chapter 8. They answered him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, If you were Abraham's children, uh, let me correct that. And verse 37, I know that you are offspring of Abraham, yet you seek to kill me because my words find no place in you. And then in verse 35, uh, Few verse after that, sabi, na, sabi nila, when, uh, when Jesus stated this, this verse, they answered him, We are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How, it, how is it that you say you will become free? So hindi nila ma-acknowledge that they are in a bondage. Ang alam lang nila, we, they are offspring of Abraham. Being a an offspring of Abraham before, pag offspring, offspring ka ni Abraham, meron kang higher position in the temple. At ito'y nakikita nila. That we are not in a bondage. We are free men. Because we are offspring of Abraham, we have this pride uh, na, na magkaroon ng higher position in the temple. Hindi nga nila na-acknowledge that they are under the Roman Empire during that, that time. That they are slave under the Roman government. But because of pride of who, who they are, hindi nila nakita kung ano yung situation nila. But Jesus, not just telling them about their current situation, but Jesus telling them the situation of their heart. That they, we are all sinners. We have a corrupt nature. And because of that, we are in a moral bondage. And the only thing, and the only man that can set us free is the Son of Man. In verse 30, 36, So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. God the Son, Jesus, is perfectly free from sin. And He has the power and authority to release those 
who are in bandage. Who are those people in bandage? It includes you and me. Because of our sinful nature, because of the sin, we are all bandaged. We are all in the bandage. And the truth is, the only one that can set us free is Jesus himself. That's why we need to abide into his word. We need to obey the word of our master. And we will be the truly his disciples. By faith in him, we are engrafted into his body and become a part of it. By faith, of, by faith in him, we became sons and daughters of God. Augustine of Hippo said, Our hope is this, Breton, to be made free by the free one, and that, and that in setting us free, he may make us his servant. For we were the servants of last, but being set free, we are made a servant of love. Church, we have a sinful and corrupt natures that keep us in moral bandage. This is why we need to be freed, and only the Son can free us. While we are outside of Christ, we cannot do anything that is truly pleasing to God. But if we abide in His Word, and the truth frees us, and we are then empowered to serve Him. Kanina ko pa sinasabi, we need to abide in His Word. As we understand the Word, we will know the truth. And the truth will set us free. Will set us free from the bandage of sin. And then we are empowered to serve Him. Jesus is from the Father. And speaks His Word. And always pleases Him. Those who abide in Jesus, in Jesus' words, are truly his disciples. They will know the truth, and the truth will set them free. The truth will set us free from the bandage of sin. So we must come to an end of our own struggles and devices. We cannot liberate ourselves. Hindi natin kaya palayain yung sarili natin to the bandage of sins. Our deliverance only come, comes through Jesus Christ. He has the power to forgive our past, and He has the power to keep us now. This will only possible if we are truly His disciples, and a true disciple abide in His word. Let me repeat that. He has the power to forgive our past, and he has the power to keep us now. And I believe he has, and, and he has also the power to sustain our faith for us to persevere in this race. This is only possible if we are truly his disciples. And a true disciples abide in his word. His word is truth, and his word will set us free. Shall we pray? Lord, thank you, God, for revealing your heart unto us, O oh God.
for revealing the truth of who you are, of your authority, of your majesty, for revealing the truth of the divinity of your word, O God. Lord, maybe sometimes when we are in our darkest moment, pag nag-struggle kami, Panginoon, mas naririnig namin yung tinig ng mundo. Yung sinasabi ng paligid namin. Lord, we ask for forgiveness. If, if may mga panahon, Panginoon, na nashaken yung faith namin. And God, thank you that kahit gaano kami ka unfaithful, Lord, kahit gaano kami katigas yung ulo and even our heart, oh God, you love us, Lord. And here you are, God, presenting to us the truth, presenting to us of who you are, presenting to us the word from the Father. And Lord, thank you. Because we believe, God, hindi namin mauunawaan to with our own effort. Thank you, God, because you empower us to understand these things. And Lord, we pray na our goal to abide in your word, O oh God, hindi lamang po at the beginning of this year, but Lord, to the rest of our lives, O oh God. Lord, thank you for being patient with us, being patient with us, O oh God. Thank you for giving us the hope, the love, the grace, and the mercy that we need, O oh God. Lord, I pray to your people, to all the people who's listening today, na ikaw na po yung patuloy na mangusap, Panginoon, sa buhay nila. Patuloy mong ipakita sa kanila, O oh God, ang iyong kadakilaan. Patuloy mo silang katagpuin sa kanilang mga sitwasyon. And Lord, I pray na ikaw rin mismo, O oh God, yung maglagay ng faith sa heart nila at magpalago nito, Panginoon. And Lord, give us a heart of obedience, oh Lord. Give us a heart na uunahin yung bagay na importante sa amin, especially in our spiritual life. And that is your word, oh God. Lord, thank you for all the things that you revealed unto us today. And Lord, I pray for those who are suffering today na ikaw yung maging comfort nila, oh God. I pray, Lord, for those who are praying for provisions and you will be the one who will provide. But Lord, give us, the, give, give us a heart na hindi tumingin sa provision but a heart that will look unto our provider. Once again, Lord, I also pray for those people who are praying for healing. Touch them, O oh God. Extend your heart, your hands to them, O oh Lord, and let healing come in the name of Jesus. Once again, Lord, thank you for this time. Thank you for this moment. We lift to you all our praises, our worship. We lift to you the highest adoration. We bless your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So now, 
na maintindihan natin why we need to abide into His Word and what is the true mark of a disciple. I hope and I pray that we will share this, uh, this truth to other people, to our loved ones as well. Thank you, and, I hope, and God bless us all for the rest of the week. Thank you for listening. We hope you were encouraged by the message today. Feel free to share this episode to your friends too. Subscribe and follow us on Facebook and YouTube for videos and updates. For more information about our church, visit Victory Carmona Facebook page.